is Justin Marshall, who joins the program Sky Sports Analyst. How are you, Marshy? I'm good, man. And yourself? Very good, thank you. It's always good heading into a Friday. Hey, mate, uh, off last weekend's rugby results, which one to you was the most stunning when you woke up on Sunday morning? Like, which one made you go, A, the most? Was it the Blues win over the Lions or was it England losing? Oh, the England one made me smile. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, look, uh, it was a difficult... If you're thinking Super Rugby, boy, it was a tough old round. I don't know how many people out there are in their respective picking competitions. I'm in one here at the Lone Star in Queenstown, and I think I got maybe three right. So it was a a round that, I guess, raised your eyebrows anyway. But, um, look, I I thought it would be a bridge too far for the Blues, to be perfectly honest. It was, I I think I said last week, it was a pivotal game in their season already, only round three. Um, And they got the job done. But, man, you don't want to do it that way. (laughs) Like, Tana, he's only my age. I felt bloody sorry for him. He doesn't want the games to be going down to the last uh, dying seconds for them to get the job done. But I think that was the heart, sort of the, 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 the story that um, I enjoyed the most over the weekend. So, Justin, when you go to Africa, is the first game the tougher assignment or the second game when you're on tour? The, the first one's the, the more difficult one, and especially when you go to the high belt, um, which the Blues had to do. Uh, Look, I, I don't think the, the altitude is as much as a factor um, nowadays that the players are regularly going there. And the, All Black, and the All Blacks go there along with the Super Rugby teams. And the, the, the Blues had quite a few All Blacks there. So they're quite used to it. But it does have a slightly dry in the mouth effect. But it doesn't affect your fitness. But, yeah, easily that's the diff, more difficult way around to do it. So they've got the hard part out of the way. And they're now down um, down in Cape Town. So it'll be a bit, bit easier. Um, so... First job done, but um, it doesn't get any easier. Yeah. The uh, the Blues winning last week uh, not only beat the Lions, but also knocked out Hayden O'Neill, who was Martin Devlin's producer. He's gone uh, from our field of Survivor. I was undone by the... Where the bloody Haguari beating the Waratahs? What's up with that? Yeah. Anyway, anyway. Uh, another thing, of course, that happened before we get into uh, Round five's game, which is coming up this weekend, was Hurricanes over the Crusaders. And... and um, Obviously, the I think the, the Canes just came out of the gate so fast early on that in the end it was a bit too much for the Crusaders to get over, but you lose Sam Whitelock, that's always tough. And then uh, Ryan Crotty as well. Do you know what? I was actually quite pleased that um, the call was made early not to play him because, you know, when some dudes are knocked out, he, he looked like one of those guys at the end of a UFC fight who continues to ask his corner, what happened? You know, afterwards, when, <laughs> yeah. when he was leaving the field, I thought, oh, mate, I've been there. You're, you're not in a good way. Yeah, and it's it's a reoccurring um, problem for Ryan Crotty as well. So I think when when it is reoccurring and it's but there's been some history there, then they 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 deal with it in a manner that uh, you know they say, look, because it's a reoccurring factor, whereas it's not for Sam Whitelock, um, you know, we need to treat you more seriously uh, because there's history there. So I think they've made the right decision. I totally agree with you on that, and and, and introducing someone like Tim Bateman into the mix. I know he's not uh, the type of player that Ryan Crotty is in All Black, um, but he's a hell of a good player and, and I think they're very blessed that they can bring someone in like that. But, yeah, look, the Hurricanes, but look, I asked the question last week that if they could combat the, the Ford pack um, of the Crusaders, uh, then their back line is going to be lethal and, man, they came out of the gates and they simply... The, people can use the excuse that Whitelock and, and Crotty and co went off, but that's simply because for 20, 25 minutes, all they were doing was tackling. Mm. And when all you're doing in tackling and got no ball and the ferocity of the, the attack that was coming at them, 
you're going to suffer injuries and problems because you just haven't got the ball. So the catalyst for the problems that the Crusaders suffered and in injuries of, of key players was how good the Hurricanes were in, in that first half. That, that ferocity's been there a long time. Did you start that? Was that you? Did you mouth off at someone in the Hurricanes and that started? What? Where did that? Because I, I, I remember poor old Chris Jack getting a pretty high shot from Jerry one year. You know, it yeah. always seemed when you'd watch, you think, oh, is it hot? Is it Hurricanes Crusaders? Oh, they're going to they're crash each other. Well, it was coming. We were actually doing, a, I was standing with Jeff Wilson. We were right beside the pivotal part of the warm up when we were doing a little piece for Sky just before the, pre, uh, just before the game, the live yeah. piece. And they were smashing into these tackle bags. And um, we both looked at each other, and it's actually where Brad Shields hurt himself. He hurt his shoulder. Not many people might have seen that pregame because they were absolutely rock. And we both just looked at each other and thought, shit, you know, like they are, <laughs> they are up for this. They really are. And um, I think the start that everybody saw just reinforced that they, um, they were prepared to get stuck in. I don't know whether they, they got my scent um, mm. <laughs> being that close to them and that fueled the hatred or not, but. Yeah, it certainly was from a Crusaders perspective when I was standing there. Um, you know, they looked up for it. We'll, we'll get to Justin's uh, pick for Survivor very soon. You know, tonight, okay, so Chiefs versus Bulls. This is interesting to me because at first I think, oh, yeah, Chiefs, Bulls should be a formality. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I don't know. I've got my suspicions about that, and I'm wondering how far the Chiefs are into their depth chart. Yeah, the Chiefs, obviously, with their injury problems, um, you know, and you, and you thought, against the Blues that that would be the reason that they you know, wouldn't be able to get the job done, but they defied the odds. Uh, look, I, I like the fact through injury that they've had to play Damien McKenzie at fullback. Mm. I just think they're just such a more dangerous outfit there uh, with him in that position. Um, you know, that he offers them uh, you know, that, that variation in the deck that they really need and that, that um, surprise factor that the, the opposition can't combat. Um, look, the Bulls are the Bulls are a little bit more broader in the way that they're thinking about the game with, with John Mitchell guiding them. So they're playing a, a bit more rugby than what they usually do. And they've got some quality, you know, in their team and, 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 and Springboks. So it'll be a tough ask for the Chiefs because it's a game where they've kind of flipped into it as favourites now, even though they've got all these injuries. Um, but you know, guys like Liam Messon, who I think has been outstanding um, so far this season, they really need to make sure that they keep those young players heads nice and uh, mentally stable um, because they know if they do let it slip that the Bulls can beat them and I'm sure that they will they'll, they'll stay composed the Chiefs and eventually get the job done. We've saved the best until last, Justin. Tomorrow's game, Highlanders mm. and Crusaders. Mm. Quick to the breakdown, quick to the punch. Who do you like? Uh, I like the Crusaders. What was that? Sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Could you please repeat, repeat, repeat that for us? What was that? <laughs> the Crusaders. He's going on the Crusaders. All right, that's it. Yeah. Um, mm, mm. Oh, oh, there's, there's Ooh, the music. He did, he did the backslide. Mm, right. Mm. You like the Crusaders, <laughs> but are you prepared to put your survivor life on this one? Because there's no lifelines left now. This is this is it. This is nut cutting time, as they say. Can I run you through who we've got so far while you mull it over? You ready for this? So yep. we've got two listeners that are still involved. Jeff Atkinson has gone with the Brumbies to beat the Sharks. Brave choice, I think. Sean Morrissey has Chiefs to beat the Bulls. Yeah. What have you... Uh, Cameron McMillan from out at the Herald Online, he's gone with Chiefs to beat the Bulls. What have you gone with, Ken Johns? Both of those guys playing percentage tennis, so I can understand that, Nick. Uh, sure. Nato, I, I wavered on that one, and I thought, you know what, I'm just going to push things a little bit and mm. save the Chiefs. Hawares to beat the Reds for oh, me. Oh, what are you doing? All right. Wow. Now, Liam Napier has gone with the Lions. Uh, Liam, of course, uh, uh, that's the Lions to beat the Sunwalk. 
Oh, no, no, we're gonna, I'm going to have to send a message to him. He can't go against the Sunwolves two weeks in a row. Oh, Liam. That's our little caveat. So we'll get that back, back off Liam there. Uh, so, Justin Marshall, I'm going to have to send him a message because he's away sick today. Tell us, Marshy, who you got there for Survivor? Uh, this week, I'm going to go for Chiefs Mana. <laughs> he's going Chiefs Mana. There it is. Thank you very much, sir. Always a pleasure to chat to you. There is uh, Justin Marshall.